Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drinking Beer and Play Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 196. Welcome to a very sick episode because we are both little sniffle bitches right now. Man, we, uh, I guess when the Eagles are up, we go down. I don't know. Maybe we party too hard. Maybe we care too much, Jim. Maybe we do. Maybe we're all fill it, too fill it up. Maybe that's what's going on. Jim, would you say it's a Philly thing? <laughs> yeah, I've uh, I've I've been telling Jim. I said uh, I even pushed off the day we normally record because just feeling like ass, probably bronchitis or pneumonia. Apparently, so I'm on steroids and inhaler, and I unfortunately will not be drinking with Jim. So I got my tea just to uh, try to help going through what I'm going through. So unfortunately, Jim will be the only one drinking tonight. Oh, oh my. Well, Brian, I will be drinking. I'm all filled up tonight. I got my Eagles jersey on. I like it. And I'm drinking from the local Yards Brewing Company, the Philly Standard Orange. Bought a 15-pack of this for the NFC Championship game. You know what? It's delightful. Why did they do that to their labels? What, with the uh, the pure white? That is the-, the, that is the most boring goddamn label from yards I've ever seen. They, they normally do go a little harder than this. This is, this is pretty much nothing. Like, they don't... Eat, like, they... Unless they, they're, once again, doing what all of them do, they have their, like, stylized kind of... Like, I actually like their font for yards. Like, how they... I've always liked their stuff. And I'm not saying they were complex, but that is above and beyond simple. Yeah, it's goddamn simple, so... Obviously, no description, work hard, drink easy, 4.5% alcohol, ale brewed with orange. About as simple as it can be. Yeah. Well, speaking of Eagles and beer, Jim, I did see it was kind of funny from breweries and PA. We know they're not an Eagles fan. Um, yeah, these are Pittsburgh answers. guys. Uh, but uh, they they did have a funny meme I saw. It's that, it's the one where it's a car like drifting into the exit to like go the other way. Yeah. And the, what the sign going forward would have been like uh, any PA breweries flagship IPA, and and now it's like after Eagles win a Philly themed IPA. Oh like, yeah. Like, which I was like, yeah, I actually already saw kind of like ads for a few like either it's a Philly thing IPA or like you know. Something to that effect, trying to really, really clamor on. I'm like, you fuckers. Any of you that are not near Philly or talk shit about Philly better not be trying to sell Eagles-themed beer right now, you sons of bitches. So for those uh, who don't know the general PA area, the Eagles fan, like, it, the state is mostly Steelers country. Like, if you go about 30 miles outside of the city, I'd say, you basically run into Steeler town. And which mm-hmm. is funny because I mean it's an eight-hour drive across the state, so it's not like you're close to Pittsburgh. But all you, all those little farm fuckers, they just glommed onto the winter for all those goddamn years. I, I I give passes. We probably have more like outside of the general like anyone NPA the Philly area. There's a lot of South Jersey that supports Eagles. Oh yeah, like, there's a lot of Jersey that supports Eagles. I don't know about Delaware. I never thought. No one cares about them. I was going to say, does anyone care, though? No, nah, I guess not. But, yeah. So I saw that, and that, that just made me think of it when you're talking Eagles and beer. I was like, yeah, that's that's something I saw. And I'm like, yeah, watch them all of a sudden be like the hardest Eagle dick riders. Oh, what do you call it? Uh, a former friend of mine, he was fucking. 
Like, you know, he, he's from the Burbs of Philly, but, you know, he was all eagled up. And then he went to college closer to the middle, and it was when the Steelers were on their run in the mid-2000s. So he comes home one day, and he's in a Pittsburgh jersey. I'm like, the fuck is this? He's like, ah, you know, man, just, you know, someone in PA to cheer for. Like, you take that off right now. Yeah. And then years later, when Pittsburgh's starting to suck again, the Eagles are getting good. We're like, hey, where's your Pittsburgh jersey? He's like, I never had one. We're like, yeah, sure. So here's the deal. I've never... I don't. I actually don't have contempt for Steelers at all. Like I actually, yeah, I don't like the Steelers because I, I'm, I've always been fans of like really good defenses. So I don't have a problem with. It. I just have a problem with why Pittsburgh people have such a problem with Eagles and shit like that. Like I don't get it. Classic rivalry, dirty Inzers. So you know, it's a steel town, Brian. They can't handle civilization. That's all it is. <laughs> exactly. We took their sandwiches too. Damn it. But yes, so uh, some show news. Uh, I recently did a guest spot on the Gamer Looks at 40 podcast talking about Majora's Mask, which is like, uh, he has a cool setup for a show because he basically talks to a ton of people and then goes in different segments or like sees different themes, like similar themes and will stitch them all together. So this guy's just like copy and paste in like different audio tracks from people and editing like a madman. Too much goddamn work. I respect it though. <laughs> but no, it was fun going on there, especially like I had the perspective of a guy who played it years ago but hasn't touched it in like 15 years but going off my memories and everything like that it was fun i don't get to talk about zelda a lot because i don't play a ton of zelda so there you go it was a good show check him out bill's a good dude nice and yeah, uh, and uh yeah sorry a huge thank you from the boys from reliving retro oh thank yes you for hopping on that was awesome um as we said, can't wait to drink with you guys. It's a great time. They've had uh, a lot of ep- actually, I think at least two episodes come out since then. Yeah. So make sure if you haven't already, check them out. Good dudes. Give them give them a subscription as well. Yep. But uh, Chambers, I gotta I gotta I gotta commend you. Well, first, you know, what? first I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the good old compliment sandwich, Jim. Okay. I'm gonna start with the compliment and say. You set us up for a voicemail line for our 200th, 200th episode. And for anyone that's interested, the number's below, but I'll say it right now it's 267-991-0156. So, Jim, I'll be honest. I'm sure it's – like, I've never thought about how you would set it up, but uh, was it difficult? Not really. It's Google Voice. I actually, what do you call uh, it, talked to the thought, thought Cops, and I was like, what do you guys use for this? And they're like, we just use Google Voice. I was like, eh. Mm. Never even thought of that. Have so, you been checking? Has anyone sent in yet? No, not besides okay. my test one. So, but we didn't really announce it or hoard or anything. So, yes, for the 200th episode, we want to have a ton of voicemails here from all you guys. So, patrons, not patrons, fans, casual fans, new to the show, whatever, leave a voicemail. We're gonna listen to all of them that you send in on that episode. It'll be an extravaganza, and maybe yeah. we'll figure out something else to do that episode too as we do that. So, Jim. And the compliment sandwich, now there's a middle part. There's the meat. Comes to meat in the middle. Your stupid opinions and shitposting have landed us. I don't know anything about it, so I'm not going to say good or bad either way. Arlo, was it? Yeah, Arlo. So Arlo, the puppet, with his channel, uh, you know, he's doing fucking well for himself. 600K subscribers. He just put out there, I want to hear all your spiciest gaming opinions for a video I'm going to do. So uh, he had a spicy thing, and lo and behold, good old Jimmy, half shit posting, but also my real opinion. First batter up, first at fucking leadoff hitter for his video, with, with, a, with a little opinion. Wii U better than the GameCube. Jim, I split don't split down Jim, the middle in the Discord. 
Well, see, here's the deal. I don't mind if it was your opinion, but what nobody has the backstory is, and you've explained it to me, you have shit for experience with the GameCube. You're going to start getting into it, and I think you're going to quickly reverse that opinion once you realize, one, we've talked about ourselves, the fact that it had the Resident Evil 1 remake. That's on everything Resident now. Evil it's on 4. Weird. Yeah, it's on but I'm saying when it came out, like the fact it had, the games it had were just so much better, and you and I have played a lot of games on there, really until this latest uh, uh Smash Brothers had the best Smash Brothers forever. It's still arguably, and, I mean, I, I mean, I yeah. can already tell you, it's, it's Smash Melee is better than Smash Wii U. I don't like Smash Wii U. Yeah, but I'm saying, you, and this has been proven many, many times, you got, you got kind of shystered on a price for a Wii U with some games. Was not shystered. You, you overpaid for it. You overpaid for it. I never paid. And you're just that guy. You're like, you know what? I want the niche thing that nobody likes. I'm going to collect too much for it, find good things in the bad. And I, so, like I said, I don't disagree that that probably is your opinion, but it's just unfounded. So you were you were more shit posting with that. Be honest. It's not it's not like a shield you'll die on. You will easily be able to be convinced in a year. You'll be like, oh, yeah, no, GameCube's way better. I know you. Can opinions change? Opinions can change. But as of right now, I i mean, I've had a Wii U. I mean, a GameCube way longer than my Wii U. But Yeah, but what do you got? Like 10 games for it? I got like 30, 40 some games for it. So you've only played 10 games for it. Almost like an equal amount. No, <laughs> I've doubt. As far as games beaten, I've probably only beaten about five games on each one. So I've had very similar experience in the overall, Brian. Such a terrible take, Jim. Such and a look, terrible Brian, take. Look, you just, you just do some comparisons here. It's got the better 3D Mario. It's got the better versions of all the Zeldas that were already on the GameCube. It's got its own <laughs> games to it. It's got full out-of-the-box backwards compatibility with the Wii, so you have that entire library. I mean, if you just want to use... Games out the ass. If you want to just use comparisons, you'd have to take it in historical context, and we've talked about this. And you know this better than anybody, because if that's the case, then Genesis is completely useless, because you can play all those games on Xbox 360. Like... There's no point in arguing, like, from that standpoint. You know <laughs> the GameCube is better. Number one, which one has a handle that you can carry, Jim? Which one? You mean the useless one that no one ever uses? Which one? Hey, Brian, which one has which a screen that you can take the toilet with you? Which You don't even need to one? be right next to it. Which one, Brian? Which one? Which, which one, Jim? Which one? Which, which one can one? you get HD video of out of the box and not have to buy a $400 cable? Which, which one, Brian? Which one sold better? Barely, but yes, the GameCube did sell better. Sold better. GameCube. <laughs> Wii U was marketed terribly. Um, which one has controllers that are still used today, and that you could get for pretty much any Nintendo console because people prefer that control scheme? It's not the prefer. It's just them placating to the fucking Smash nerds. But yes, because Smash nerds aside, yes, they do shoehorn the Wii, the uh, GameCube controller and everything. Is anyone clamoring for Wii U? No, Jim. Right, no, the much-loved Switch Pro Controller is basically a Wii U Pro Controller just put on the Switch. So, basically the same scheme. Jim, it's okay. You've taken... It, you taking L's is just what you should be used to. I was just... Like I said, it was... It's just a terrible Lead opinion. Lead off hitter. Bam! Yeah. He was nice. Once again, I know nothing about Arlo... I thought he was going to roast you more. He was definitely more just kind of down the middle. So, yeah. 
No, he makes good stuff, though, anyway. So, yeah. You son of a bitch. You're just son of a bitch, Jim. That's all I got to say. Look, bro, you're going to be the social media guy. I got to try and get some attention sometimes. Doing my job. But uh, the end of that compliment sandwich, Jim, is another compliment. And I want to congratulate you on having to go through all that Shadow the Hedgehog. You're real. You're real sport for that. Well, at least you can that, admit that, Brian. Because as we like to talk about what what we've been playing, um, I did. I did run through for Shadow. I I'm gonna do at least one or two more. Um, but yeah. Right. I let me guess with your first run. You mostly just went for the Chaos Emeralds. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, I real number one. I went through the first the very first mission and probably the second mission without realizing like oh, that there's like, other missions you can do yeah, yeah and then i realized i was like oh okay and i was trying to figure out like there was so much I, and then once i figured out that was the case i was like it would be a lot more convenient if you could just and maybe you can can you just you can go back to that individual level and select which one you want to do right no you have to always start over that first level over and over. You cannot go back. Oh. Yeah, and if you fuck up the mission you're doing, you have to just basically finish up the run or start a brand new run at that point. Mm. Yeah. So what I didn't recognize, so the one thing you mentioned, um, because we're not going to cover some of this minutia in the review, but, like, so, so there's definitely, like, okay, like, say for the one, like, you're trying to get either, like, Sonic's shit or Eggman shit or, or whatever the alien thing is. Yeah. Um, is there things like, oh, kill all the humans or kill all the evil robots and that's it? Um, I mean, it changes from level to level. Because on a few levels, I noticed it was not only kill everybody, but then there was also, like, those random doors, like, find the five keys. Oh, the five keys are in every single level. You don't have to do them. That's just optional. I was going to say, but do they hold something that's you can't progress unless you do it? I actually have to do my tenth and final run, so I will... I think you just open it up and get a shitload of rings and, like, items and crap like that. That's it. Okay. Maybe a shortcut, but... Yeah, I mean, I actually haven't done it for any levels yet. I'm going to do it for Westopolis, which is the first level in my final run when I record it. And uh, so I can at least open that door up. And then I'll get my 10th ending, and then I'll get the secret ending, and then I'll never touch it again. Jim, you can't, you, you gotta say, I mean, I think this is a open and shut case on replayability. Well, it's replayability, all right. <laughs> One point for every ending, right? Of course. It's an 11 out of 10 at that point. Um, I guess the only other thing I want to mention with Shadow is, uh, do, do they recycle the same bosses or, or is there 10 different ones? Nope. No, there's... Uh, so there's three mini-bosses that you'll come yeah. across during the course of, like, all your different things. and But depending on your run, you might go against one, maybe even none, maybe two. Uh, and then the, for the final 10 bosses, there's, like, three different scenario bosses that, like... Mm -hmm. It's either Sonic and the General, or Eggman, or Doom, who's, like, the mm -hmm. big bad guy. And then, like, it's a different variation of their fights. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, like I said, we'll we'll cover the rest in the review, but I did touch that. So you know what? There's there's my compliment sandwich for you, Jim. So, you know, Shadow is a it's a thing we played, and we'll be reviewing it. But we um, 
I also decided to give myself kind of, and since I already set up the my PS2, um, a lot of my resolution games are PS2 games. I, I just never finally finished. So I started Dark Watch and just so much stupid fun. Like it, th this system really, it reaffirmed at first. I'm like, it's so simple, but there's enough attitude. There's a random chick in there that's voiced by Rose McGowan. Um, who like apparently like was on like the top hottest video game characters of all time. There's just like a random sex scene in a cemetery. Like you're like, why is this here? But I love it. it, it there's so much goofiness, but the game like is violent enough. And there's parts in it that make me think like, were more PS1 games this good of a shooter? But then looking into it, apparently it's like considered one of the best shooters on the PS2 because... Like, not only can you aim in tight, but you can do the straight up, like, Call of Duty and, like, PUBG, like, lean huh. and stuff. So, shit that I never thought I've seen in the old PS2 days. Um, just like you said, tons of fun. I'll probably beat it in the next couple days because it's a shorter game. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm going to, like, cleanse my palate with that and then uh, work on the next game that we've been asked to review. Because I'm going to find the thing to emulate it. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Going into Kudelka, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and actually, so, I decided to waste my time with the fucking Forspoken demo. That was great. That was great doing that twice. Thank you, Sony. <laughs> Thank you for, in the day and age of YouTube and Twitch, for disabling the option from the system to have sound come out from uh, headphones and the system at the same time. Wonderful. Amazing setup. So, yeah. I, I never understood why they did that. I So, yeah. I had to do the demo twice because I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Wow. We'll talk about a game that came and went. It was a game everyone talked about for two days and then no one gave a shit about anymore. Well, everyone was wanted to defend it so much because people were talking about how cringe the dialogue, which it's fine. Like, the dialogue can be cringe without, like, turning it into some bigger thing, which everyone tried to do. It's like... No, it's just shitty. Like, they're like, well, what about these other games? It's like, yeah, those other games had cringe dialogue, too. No one's defending it. But, like, the amount of people I saw trying to be like, this is really a great game. And, yeah, like you said, talk about something that died so fast. Yeah, I was even going to have a Gamers Mad for it. And I was just like, no one cares anymore. So it's, like, not even <laughs> any point in bringing it up. But uh, it is funny, though, like, the, the, the people defending it. Like, the, the highest review I saw, like, someone who gave it a 9.5, they started their review with, I'm a Square Enix diehard. I buy all their games, and I haven't played mm. any recent open-world games. And I was just like, well, there you go. You haven't touched anything else, so of course you love it. But yeah, if you've I touched mean, any other open-world game ever, it is as generic as can be. So if yeah, you're excited you, for it, you have said, fun with it. I hope you enjoy it, but whew. I mean, you said it is. That's the thing. That is as open-world RPG. I mean, it's not really RPG, but it has elements of RPG, like powering up and shit. But yeah, like like you said in the long play, like it's like Spider-Man. And it's not a bad thing, but it's just nothing that's going to make you go, this is so memorable. I mean, you probably could get that and have lots of fun. Yeah, you probably can have fun with it. I mean, I'm not going to pay 70 bucks for it, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if Sony eventually puts it as one of their, you know, free games of the month, you know, download it and give it a go. See if it gets yeah. better. Because apparently it's only like 15 hours tops, which is like perfect mm. for me. So yeah. I at least appreciate that. More yeah. games should do that. So so you played that, and I know you've been... Uh, you still got that last run of Shadow, huh? Got that last run of Shadow, and started going to one of my resolution games, good old Super Mario World. Nice, nice. What are you thinking so far? I mean, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking... 
It's one of the best games of all time. So I'm I was waiting the- for another terrible opinion here, so that's why I had to ask you, Tim. No, I mean it's it's fucking fantastic. So I'm having I'm having a blast playing it. Uh, I do like like the level design is just you know the last Mario I played was the original Mario, and like oh yeah yeah I mean it's a hell of an evolution from there. It's amazing how well the original Mario holds up, but I mean this is just it's perfection yeah. basically. So. Well, that's one of those deals where. As good as Super Mario Bros. 3 was, it shocked me. I don't know why he keeps doing that. Um, as much as Super Mario Bros. 3 was amazing, I, like when I played that as a kid, and that was like one of my number one go-to games, I was like, this is so much better. Like, I couldn't put my finger on why, but yeah, it just, it just was better. So, yep. And besides, nice. and besides that, I've been spending a little time with Mega Man 2. Thanks to another little recent random purchase that I made. That'll be a video, eventually. Oh, God. Oh, God. Right. Is it at least done in the graphics of the NES? No, I mean, it's a port of the NES. It's kind of like okay. when I had, did that uh, that plug-and-play Genesis thing. Mm, okay. <coughs> ah, excuse me. But Jim, you can't stop wasting your money on the stupid chat. But I love it. The box has so many typos. It's so adorably cheap. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. Jim, at this point, we just need to go to the mall and get those knockoff like 501 consoles for you and have you do that. I mean, I could. <sighs> just saying. It would be your brand. It would be my brand. It's right up my alley. You know I love me some Garbo. Oh, I know. But, uh, yeah, once again, um, who, uh, who requested Shadow again? Oh, that was Drewski. That son of a bitch. Thank you, Drewski. We love you because you are one of our patrons. We appreciate all you. And, uh, Chambers, what do we got this week from all of our lovely patrons? Yes, patreon.com slash drink a beer play game, where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask. I just saw the first question. God damn it. That you can ask a question, we'll answer on each and every one of these Power Hour podcasts. So, good old TJ the Kite Van. He actually threw two, but he hasn't thrown any in, in forever. So, I'll do them. I don't care. First up, who smells worst? Really? You gotta ask that, TJ. You gotta ask that. One of us poops more than the other. It's just bound. Bound to happen. So, another L for Jimmy. But next up, (laughs) between y'all, who should take over the Magic Mike franchise? That's obviously me. Yeah, clearly. I mean, Jim's the eye candy. Uh Uh-huh. I'm like uh, Chris Farley at Chippendales. It'll be perfect. As Jim said, he is the original Squishable. Squishmallow, Bri. Squishmallow. Yeah, Squishmallow. Whatever. <laughs> For those who don't know, go into disc, join our Discord, and you'll see where that came from. Next up, from Michael Soto. <coughs> Excuse me. I apologize. What is your favorite N64 kart racer? Well, you go first, Bri. I mean, for me, it's going to be Mario Kart. I don't have as much experience. I, I, I will say, as, as we found out... I do find that South Park one a lot of fun. Like, it's criminally underrated for, if like, everything you're going to do with the N64. Play with your buddies. If you all got a crude sense of humor, you like the old South Park, you will laugh. It's like, you know, it's, and it controls actually better than it probably should for a knockoff kart racer. Um, but I can't say that without having played it enough. So, really... It's going to be Mario Kart 64. Yeah. Um, it's funny you say that because, like, I do like South Park, too. Like, it's kind of a mess single player with the AI, like, the difficulty spikes. But 
it's fun, especially with buddies, like you said. I can, all, almost all the kart races on the system are good. Like the Mickey Mouse one, the Lego one, uh, obviously Diddy Kong Racing. Like they're all good. Like Mario Kart, I talk about it all the fucking time. So Mario Kart is my favorite, but they're like you really can't go wrong with any kart racer on the N64, weirdly enough. I feel like for all the Smash clones that attempted to do it, for some reason don't get right, I feel like kart racers generally aren't that bad. I even said that mini game in that one MK game we played was actually a lot of fun. It was like so yeah. stupidly like to be a little like afterthought thrown in there as a side game style. Like I was like, this is pretty fun. And me and my son have been playing the uh Sonic uh Oh, All Stars Racing. Uh, yeah. And it's fine. Like I have no issues with it. So I'm like, yeah, I guess kart racers you it's really hard to fuck them up. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I'm sure there's bad ones out there that are just, sure. like, real cheap cash-ins. I mean, you have, like, fucking Party with Ryan on the Switch or Garfield Kart, so. Yeah. God, God only knows, but at least on the N64, you're not really going to go wrong. Yeah. Next up, from JD Mains. Why are y'all's cheap yellows always Coors Light and Keystone? Surely you've heard about the Blue Ribbon PBR. Well, here's the deal. PBR got played out so bad when the hipster craze really first started, and it was, like, yeah, we all had it. It's shit beer like everything else. Um, I mean, for me, the Coors is just one of those things like that is a nice like if I'm going to a party or going somewhere that Miller Lite or Bud Light are I'm going to grab one of them interchangeably. And now it's just tradition with especially if we're with Dan from yeah. Console Wars. Like it's almost like the gimmick like we're, we're going to do it. Um, Jim, I mean, he likes his, his cheap shit. Like my go-to cheaper beer now, I don't even, I can't even tell you what it is. Like if I'm having big parties, I get generic macro for people that don't like craft and I usually get craft for shit I'm going to drink. Um, but PBR, I got no interest in it. It's like, it's, I don't, I don't even think it's bad, but it's like there's at the same time you could say, why not hams? Why not? you know, Coors Banquet or like, you know, so many others like Yingling or Lion's Head would be something I would more go towards as my cheap beer. And a good Rolling Rock every now and again is a, a nice go-to. Yeah. Um, for that lower tier stuff, like for one, I don't know what it is with PBR. PBR is like Sonic fast food where both always give me bloody shits and I don't know why. <laughs> so I Jim, stay away from it. Fuck, Jim. What? My body is a temple, Brian. I don't. I think I've only had Sonic once in my life. How much Sonic food are you eating, and where are you getting it from? I mean, we're talking years ago when Sonic was still in the area before it all went away because everyone went, "Ah, oh, this kind of sucks." So it does suck. Yeah. It was all hype because we didn't have it, and then we got it, and we're like, everyone tried it, and all went, "Eh." So yeah, after like my third time having Sonic and it happening every time, I was like, "All right, I think I'm done with this." And kind of the same thing with PBR. Now, for if you want to talk yellows and the cheapy boys on that same like thing, uh, when I play gigs, like they'll be like, okay, two dollar beer, or we'll give you a couple free beers, but you know the lower end crap, and I'll go for a Natty Bow or a Narragansett over PBR any goddamn time. Mm -hmm. So I I actually like, but for cheap pounders, they are fucking good beers for two bucks at a bar. Can't complain. So yeah, Narragansett, that's an underrated one for us. Oh, yeah. So, um, the, I'm like Brian, like if I'm throwing a party, I'll get like Coors or Miller just because they're standards. And so people aren't sitting there going, oh, you couldn't get anything. You know, you got the cheap shit, huh? So, mm -hmm. yeah. You, you, if you're throwing a party, you can't go too cheap. 
you know, like we're we're in our mid thirties. We can't pull that off anymore. But when you're younger, you college dudes, do it up. Find the cheap shit because you don't care about the taste of beer. Like do what you gotta do. But yeah, but yeah, if you're looking for a different, you know, if you don't want to be Johnny Hipster with the PBRs, go for an Narragansett. Solid beer. Yeah. Jim's doing the me. Got to do the mute. The mute. Like and the we cough. said, this this is the sick sick cast today. This is going to be the dead air cast as we yeah. uh because Brian's not going to go through and add out all these. So. <laughs> no, they got to see it's reality, Jim. All right, next up from Burn Retinas. God, there's enemies that people hate fighting in video games, but are there any, be it boss battles or just standard bad guys, that you enjoy fighting? I really like this question. Um. I'm just a fan of the the atypical like the the lowest level kind of beat up guy to to just because there's something so satisfying about like when you do level up your character and those guys that like gave you a problem and coming back and like whether it be a gun you blast waves of them away or a sword chopping them in half like I want the ragdolls that's what I like the ragdoll enemies that like just take so much punishment because there's something always so satisfying don't get me wrong beating a really tough boss feels good but just mowing through and feeling powerful which is really what we all want to do in a video game there's nothing better than that so yeah i like just the easy ragdolled low level characters just fuck up i i'll go with a very specific one so obviously my stupid streets of rage love but um, the, the, the guys in the jackets. So the ones who have with the, the mohawks knives. with the jackets and they're way, they're tougher than like the two or three lowest tier guys, but they're still in like the mid low tier for like the difficulty of like common enemies. But if you don't, you know, if you're not paying attention, they can slide and hurt you. They can grab you and throw you. So they're still a little bit dangerous while also being, you know, still not the worst thing in the world to fight. So like a good level like that. Because I do it like the the bottom tier guys are fun, but some games can just go ridiculous and make them fucking sponges, and that's when it's not fun. So, gotta strike a balance too. Yeah. Nice. And uh, last up from JD Mains. Wait. Oh, oh, question for next week. All right, well, we'll wait for next week then. I mean, a few months is right now. All right, yeah, fuck it. Who gives a shit? Uh, why the hell is Jim Coke changing the Boston Lager recipe? That beer was my craft gateway beer. It's the perfect lager, in my humble opinion. Or in my honest opinion. Whatever it is. I... I made you. I did not know he was changing it. And if he is, that's really goddamn silly. I agree. Like, Sam Adams is to... For most people, that kind of gateway between legit craft, macro. And that's another absolutely great beer. Like, every time I have it, I always go, man, this is just really solid beer. Like... I put it a tier above Yingling. Like, love me my Yingling, but a Sam Adams is just, to me, better. Yeah. Um, if he's changing it, here's the deal. With brewers, I've heard lots of things. Now, on one hand, it'll sometimes seem like a change, but they'll do shit as simple as, like, their water is being filtered a little differently, and it's going to give it a different taste. So if it's something like maybe it has a different taste because of that, then that's almost like there, there may not be much he can do. But if he's actually changing the, an ingredient or a pro step in the process, that's goofy as shit. Uh, unless he magically makes it better, which I very rarely see happen, then 
Yeah, I think that's a terrible idea. You, maybe they're doing it for new cheap Coke. reasons. You're doing a new Coke, and then you're going to go back yeah. in six months? All well, that's marketing. Problem. Marketing yeah. boy. I mean, that's the thing. Is like, I have heard um, from brewers that like sometimes you just you're priced out of something. Now, that's why I'm kind of like, eh, it's Sam Adams. It's like arguably, I don't even know if they still consider themselves a microbrewery or whatever, like a craft brewer. But they're as big as it can get. So it's like, I doubt they're being priced out of ingredients. But that could be a reason. Maybe. Possibly. So either that or publicity stunt. But yeah, that's the first time I heard of it. So good pickup on that one. I'm going to go out and buy a case of that shit and then keep it as like, uh, keep it like Jim keeps uh, his games. I'll be like, I got the original, that 2023 stuff. Everyone, it's going to go up in value and they're all going to clamor for it. Yeah. And then, yeah, they do what Jim does. Everyone buys it, overpays for it, and they're like, no, we're bringing it back. You go, no. That's a good question, though. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to look into it. I didn't know that, JD. Yeah. And that wraps up the questions for this week. So once again, thank you to all of our patrons for the support. Thank you for everyone who's given us all these video game reviews. Even you, Drew's King, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, if you're new to the podcast, please make sure to check us out on iTunes and Spotify. Leave a five-star review. We'll leave, we, bleh, we will read any five-star review that you leave us. And of course, I'm gonna be I'm gonna keep pouring this. The voicemail line. Throw us some voicemails. 267-991-0156. It doesn't have to be a quest if you just want to tell us something, it can be a question. Like it doesn't matter. Hop on there, say your piece. You wanna shit talk me? Go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> Thank you guys. We really appreciate it. All right, Jambers. So we are back. And uh, I guess first, how's that yards treating you? It, dude, it's fucking delicious. You know what's actually funny? I guess there's so much, like, citrus and orange in it that, like, because I'm, you know, sick and blowing my nose all the time, my lips is dry, and the citrus is getting in those little nooks and crannies, and I'm just like, ay, ow, ouchie. The burn is so good. Are you, uh, are you kind of sadistic like a lot of us out there where it does hurt, but sometimes, like, getting, like, salt and vinegar chips or things, when it, a little bit of burn on things like that, you kind of, like... Sometimes it's not too bad. Nice. Yeah. Puts a little puts a little twitch downstairs every once in a while. You've never have you ever had poison ivy? No, I actually never have. Mm, you lucky bastard. Never any type of ivy, whatever. Any ivy poisoning? No. Right. I was I wasn't allowed out a lot as a kid, so there wasn't a lot of exploring going on. And you mean you're not out there doing a whole bunch of landscaping by yourself? Oh, you know me, old old Jimmy housekeeper over here. <laughs> I, I will say old Jimmy Greenthumb. That's what they call me. I wouldn't wish the annoyingness that is the itch on anyone. However, there is something about when you're really itchy. It's you know the old like uh, what's the word um, stereotype like with women that like they take scalding hot showers. Yes, like my but wife I mean, is one. of That those. is true. Yeah, like where she'll be like, it's not even that hot. I'm like, it's so hot. But when I have that, I literally will turn no cold on. And if, like, like where it was on my arm before, <clears throat> I let that water hit it. It literally made my whole body tingle. And, like, it, 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 I know it sounds absolutely crazy. I looked it up, and people are like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, like, this is really a thing. Like, it's a whole big thing that we're scolding hot water on that. I, it feels crazy. That's the only way I'm going to describe it. So... No shit. Yeah. So, Jim, I'll, I'll rub some ivy on you when you're not looking, and then... No! Experience it. 
Listen, I'm just no, trying to help perfect you see the virgin world. skin, bro. I know. <laughs> I'm too sensitive. Ah, but Chambers. One of our staples for drinking for many, many years. Too many years. Uh, good old fireball whiskey. Um, it's, I guess, saw the biggest surgence in popularity, I'd say, from 2010 to 2015, maybe. Easily, yeah. Like, so in that period, like, you couldn't go anywhere. That that was everyone's pregame, going out, taking so shots. many bachelor parties. So, I just mean, buying handles of handles. that garbage. Yeah, not one handle, just handles. Delicious shit. Like, I'm, we're over just because of how much we did it, but... I'm not one of those people. I, I can't that, like, I, touch it anymore. I've thrown it up too many times. I cannot touch it. I, I can't mean, stomach it. You've thrown up so many things, but yeah, that I'm sure has been way too much. But uh, anyone who's ever been to a liquor store, definitely at least in PA, um, I've seen the little bottles everywhere, and they even oh, yeah. sell them in like tubs or like a hundred mini bottles or whatever, like in candy canes. But apparently, uh, at now, supermarkets, yeah, now Fireball is being sued. Because, unbeknownst to me, they don't only have the mini bottles of the Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. They have Fireball Cinnamon, which is not whiskey, and it's actually malt. I didn't know there was a thing. Like, I, seeing it now... I had no idea. Yeah. And the biggest difference is it's almost half the, the um, percentage Alcohol. as yeah. the whiskey. Now, a few things they do, and Jim and I have talked a lot about labeling and are you like the bullshit with like keystone and stone yes the the stone and and keystone is a little large but no idiot's gonna make that mistake this is a blatant like it's it's some shady shit yeah this is really shady so i'm sure brian will be putting pictures up on the podcast here side by side it's (coughs) literally yes they don't they're like and fireball's like well we I think our customers are smart enough to see that it doesn't say Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. But then right underneath it says, with natural whiskey flavors, like a malt beverage. And it's like, no one's picking up those little-ass bottles and reading the fine print. You see Fireball, and you don't think past the word Fireball. Oh, it's the same color, it's the same cap. Like You see I Fireball, would- you see Cinnamon, it's the exact same label, except yeah. for one word. One word, that's the difference. If anything... The only way I'd give them a pass here is if maybe invert the colors, make the little red guy yellow, make the outside red, like differentiate it or even give the cap a different color, like make it green or yellow or like something that goes, oh, there's something different. Otherwise, no, not taking it. So they're getting sued. Now, here's the deal, though. And I didn't I like I was reading into it. Um Who's really going to sign up for this class action lawsuit? Are you that much of a goddamn alcoholic? Like, I wanted to get drunker, and goddamn it, I've been buying these things and this. Like, come on, man. Right. Come on. Counter-argument. Go on. Say they settle. Don't you... Don't, wouldn't you regret not getting your free 75 cents? That's what I was going to say. Like, like, what do you really think you're going to gain from this? I want my $2. That is... That is on the mobile app. of fr- That is an iced coffee at Dunkin' Donuts with the special offer when you order ahead on Dunkin'. Like, to me, class action lawsuits should be reserved for something that gave you harm. You right, know, this gave, is harm. Like, this is s- some real, 
And it's filed by Anna Marquez, who I don't know who that is, Ah. but Anna, slow it down. If you've been buying so much and it's duped you and you didn't get your fix, come on. I like that it's being called out, but it doesn't need to be in the action of a class action suit. So I don't know. I, I think this is going to be one where they'll probably have to, I don't like said, what the fuck are they going to actually pay? I wonder if it depends too, like where they do the action, the lawsuit in like what state. Cause like, God forbid mm. you get in front of like a grand jury. That's all like Puritans and shit like that. And they're just like, Mandy, you're such a drunk anyway, that you're wasting their time. It could go south. It seems like an open and shut case. Could go south. Never know. It could. Um, I, I, just like with the other thing, though, I really kind of want to now get the two and compare for flavor. Yeah, we should do that. You know what, Jim? Next time we get together, not only are we going to do the Corona challenge, but we're going to do the Fireball challenge now. All right, we're going to see if there's a difference. Ooh, do we save it all for the 200th while we're listening to stuff? I, I have a feeling the 200th is going to be a day we have to take off work. It's going to be sloppy. Day. I don't think that's going to yeah. be a Monday record. Yeah, we're going to have to do that on a weekend, I think. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, uh, anyone out there, if you've been duped or if you really love your fireball, read the labels because you might have been getting the malt by accident wondering why you're not as drunk. Yep, so definitely make sure you're just wasting calories at that point. So make sure it says cinnamon whiskey, not just cinnamon. Damn it, Jim. Now, in an act that is truly damaging and kind of heartbreaking, uh, this is from WZZM13.com, but there are stories you can find all over. Really, really sad here. Uh, Basically, Dirtbag Brewing Company, which was expected to open up this year, Cannot write as of right now because three 13-year-olds caused $200,000 in property damage. And if you're like me... Over a couple days, too. They were there for three days uninterrupted. And when I first heard that figure, I went, that sounds crazy. You start reading the story. First, there was about 90 windows busted out. Then overhead doors were messed up. Then they poured sand into vehicles' gas lines. Then they went further and fucked up the vehicles even more. And I'm like, dude, okay, I was probably I, I was not an angel as a 13 year old. I was not an angel as a kid. Definitely did very, very, I'll call it low level, like egging houses, some property damage. But to go this far, you're like, what the fuck? Um, I don't know, Jim. Did you did you read far for far into this? Because I did read some other stuff, but I don't want to keep rambling. Yeah. Um. What do you call it? So, I mean, you just must be fucking bored off your tit in Goebbels, Michigan. That must be in the middle of fucking nowhere. Did like do this much? So apparently, the guy had two cameras in the brewery in the building. He's been working for seven years to open it, and apparently, the first thing they did was they went for the cameras. So he had no idea that this was going on the whole time. And even worse for this poor guy, you might be thinking, well, insurance will cover it. Yeah. Uh-uh. Because apparently it's been broken into already because twice. of its location multiple times. Yeah, at least twice. So it's uninsurable. So part of me's going, well, I, would, I mean, obviously he probably got a good deal. It's probably cheap. That's probably why he's still put it there. So there's a risk taken, unfortunately. But yeah, um, apparently it's been hit a lot. Jesus Th- I Christ. mean, yeah, my first thought was... You know, I'll be honest. Before I dove into it, there was a cynical part of me. Like, 
Why wouldn't you have it insured? Why would you open it in such a shitty area? Like all these thoughts. But then you read it like this guy, Ryan Long. So he did this as a side project with some friends. He's a contractor. He put Dump, all this, dumping his retirement and life savings into it. Retirement life savings, basically everything he had. Like he basically said, he's like, I wanted a place for our friends, a community, like be able to get together. We don't have a lot of things in it. Like it's Goebbels. I've never even heard of it. And uh, <clears throat> the good news is there was GoFundMe, which as of right now, their their goal is the 200k. They're already over to uh, 100k at this moment. Yeah, um, 100. One hundred thousand three hundred five for right now. Yeah, which is really awesome because they just started it about eight days ago. So that's like you said. I love seeing shit like that. Um, plus, I from reading their Facebook page, like there's a lot of fundraisers. The dude, it, it's heartbreaking though. You see the story. You can tell he's just like he's at a loss. He's like, I don't even know if I want to try and open it. Like you know, I don't know. Like it, it's one of those. Man, if you got your hands on those little shits who did that, you're like, and then apparently, like, the news reporter was asking, they're like, well, they are children, but like, had they ever had problems with the law? It's like, yeah, the one's already been kicked out of like two schools, already been in and out of juvie. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, just what the fuck? Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it's heartbreaking. It's a terrible thing to hear about for any brewer or anyone who gives a shit about craft beer. So, there's a GoFundMe, like Brian said, on the article itself. We'll have it in the description of whatever platform that you're listening to this on. So, you know, if you feel if you have a few bucks to throw away, who knows? Maybe maybe you throw a few bucks this guy's way. Just because, you know, it's a terrible thing that happened. I threw some money this guy's way. So. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. I saw it's like, fuck, man. You know, that just sucks. So, hopefully it turns out. But, yeah, I'm going I'm to throw a few, a few dollars that way because that's, that's sad. Yep. So it's something you never want to see. So hopefully, yeah, I mean, it's the first one of these to this extent that I've definitely seen. So, I mean, who knows how many times this has happened over the country and shit like that. Yeah. Kids. Fuck's sake. Just go somewhere else to do your vandalism. Just do drugs. Don't don't break (laughs) other people's shit. Just break yourself. Just do some drugs. Just play video games. God. Do drugs and then play video games. We're role models. I mean, Jim, soon they may or may not be able to play the PlayStation VR 2. Well, in theory. But <laughs> So, apparently, the Sony VR 2. Uh, Bri, how much hype and promotion have you actually seen for this thing? Outside of the article we talked about before. Nada. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I haven't seen jack shit on this. And apparently since November, they've had, like, an invite-only pre-order window for it. Mm-hmm. And apparently based off that, they're going, uh, yeah, we're probably going to sell about half of what we're expecting. So they were initially planning to sell 2 million units um, in the first quarter, which is April of this year, until March of the following year. And um, now they're saying maybe only a million, maybe a 1.5 basically to jim's point now they're not they're not confirming this but the speculation is because the pre-order numbers are low and what i find most interesting is i looked up the original playstation vr um in total that sold five million units but that was over like six years 
And that's, you know, as an add-on for a console that sold, what, like 100 million units? Something like that? So, that's what I mean. So like The it's PS4 like, is a monster. It's The sales aren't good. Like, here's the deal. It's, it's a very expensive ask. And then on top of that, you're not making any of the previous games available for it. Like, you got to now get new games just for, like... If they if they somehow and I'm not saying it's easy to do it, but if they had made it somewhat backwards compatible, maybe it would be selling better. I don't know, but that's like, hey, already pay five to six hundred for our new console, and hey, now dump. I think it's it's five fifty. Dump basically, you got to go in over a grand to really do this. So, yeah, I don't think that's very attractive for a lot of people. So, yeah, so this report came from Bloomberg, uh, which Sony, in an update, is basically refuting it, saying uh, we're not cutting the numbers. There's They're seeing enthusiasm, which I don't know where they are. Yeah. And, uh, Brian, can we just give poor one out for poor goddamn Horizon, that it just, just that franchise? Because that franchise cannot catch a break. First game comes out a week before Breath of the Wild. Second game comes out a week before Elden Ring. Both times, like kind of liked but almost completely forgotten and no one talks about it and then the like one of the marquee games is going to be horizon call of the mountain for a mm -hmm. system that's already having disappointing numbers and that no one really cares about oh my god and <coughs> excuse me just like for spoken jim i mean here's the deal now i've played horizon I, that's one of my lists i want to finish off just from what i saw you play like it's better than for spoken like it's but it's that same deal it's an open world, beautiful, really cool concept, like robotic dinosaurs, and you're dealing with them with like kind of high-tech bows and arrows and other kind of cool traps. Really cool looking, but like, yeah, people are kind of like, meh, like of the action big games, there's so many more out there now. So it's like, it doesn't stand out the way they probably wanted it to. And yeah, to your point, like, dude, whoever's doing their releases, do some fucking research. Uh, whoever like wh whoever this year is releasing a game don't do it anywhere around the time of the new legend of zelda game if you do that you're just asking for terrible sales i'm you know when the date is don't do it don't even if you were already planned it you know what we expect most AAA companies to push dates push it you're like oh fuck it's this date all right two months later do something but yeah um and here's the deal. I've never played the VR, the Sony VR shit. Um, the only VR experience was when I was at your house. I would really like this. I'm not going to pay this price. I'm going to wait for it to come down. But I would like a cool VR set just because it is a fun way to play games. Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, rumors basically that the only reason Sony's still really doing it is to keep a foothold in the market in case VR really takes off. Because VR has always been niche and like the most popular ones probably like the 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 new the Oculus Quest. Mm -hmm. uh, that's like the most approachable ones, the cheapest one for like good tech and shit like that. And Apple doesn't give out official sales numbers for it. Yeah. So you have to find like third party sites like aggregators that are like, yeah, we think it sold about ten million units total. Which I mean, for the reach fucking Facebook has, that's not that great. Yeah. And then I mean that's for that's for a three hundred four hundred dollar headset. So this is going to be six, uh, 550 minimum, uh, mm -hmm. 600 if you do the Horizon package. 
but you're buying a $600 headset with a game on top of the $500 system that's still not that easy to find. It's easier to find now, but it's still not super easy to find. And it's expensive. Yeah. I mean, that's the deal is... I definitely... Brian, are you, you going to spend 1100 bucks to play a Horizon knockoff in no. Gran Turismo 7? Like, no. They don't have games that people want either. You need something that's going to draw people in. Yeah, like, and of the titles, like I said, don't get me wrong. There's some titles in there. It's cool, and I bet they are fun. But not fun enough where, like, they really need that game that makes you go, I feel like I'm missing out. That was... I bought a GameCube because... They had Resident Evil 1 Remake. I felt I was missing out on some shit. Dreamcast, at the time, it was Resident Evil Code Veronica. After we were so hyped up on Resident Evil 2 and 3, and then you're like, fuck, like, I can't even play this game. Like, there, so you got to give something really exclusive that makes people go, I need to get this. And they just, they can't. Because, like you said, they're not going to commit. They're just doing it because, yeah, I do believe the future there will be VR in one sense or another it just got to get to that nice price point like just like for how long we thought the real future was going to be with the with the psi the connect and all these motion things like that's going to be the way and you know it like the wii was like only successful because it was just so much more compatible and these other things they were cool and there were some games that were fun but it's like it didn't take off it didn't have the approach they wanted but VR is like kind of always been the thing since arcades, and one day it will be at a price point where it makes sense. But you know, I don't know. I, I just bad call, PlayStation. Bad call. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like we said, if they're doing it just to stay in the market and they're almost considering it a loss leader for that purpose, it's like it's whatever because it's not like the PS5 won't be selling anyway. So. No, PS5 will still outsell everything. Like it's. I don't know the numbers right now, but I'm sure it's in the lead. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's definitely, I'm sure, beating the Xbox. Yeah, for sure. So, and then the Switch is always going to be in that weird in-between stage. So, whatever the yeah. fuck they do with that. Yeah, I but, mean, the yeah. Switch, you'd have to compare PS4 and PS5 together. Kind of. It's weird. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, let's see how it uh, sells, because it's going to come out this year anyway. So we'll keep track, see what the numbers actually look like. Yep. Yeah, we'll follow up on that if we ever hear anything more about it. But, Bri, speaking of low numbers, Bri, you need some low numbers if you're going to fully enjoy your experience at the Super Mario World at Universal. Speaking of following up stories. Yeah. So, Well, not only was I happy you put this here, but I just randomly I like saw a video and Monica tagged me in it. The more I've seen footage of it, like I really want to go to Super Nintendo World. It, it does look really cool. looks very cool. And like <coughs> excuse me. I you know, as you play through Super Mario World, not that you don't already know, but like it just I don't know. I love what I'm seeing. But apparently, and this is coming to us from Kotaku, um, yeah, a few of the rides can only be ridden by quote unquote thin people and by thin they just mean anyone with a waistline under 40 inches yep right. so they're gonna have a test like a lot of rides like any roller coaster they're gonna have a test seat there and yeah uh basically if you are a size 40 or over you probably can't ride the mario kart portion of the experience which is the only actual ride of the only of the whole super mario world thing so and actually, their justific in the article, not the justification from them, 
But in the article, they're going, yeah, that's like the average size of a, uh, that's the average size of a man's waist at this point. And I was like, God, I hope not. Because I'm a size 40. And I'm a fatty fat fat's a fat. Well, like, I know this country's fucked. But if that's actually true, we are fucked as a country. Th- that, then, you know what? It's like. Or a I, size 20 for women or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I saw this and I kind of laughed because I'm like. Yeah, like good like a ride there's price points there's this and that the shit's already built at this point they're doing that because they probably are trying to be nicer about not giving and it's about the fit in the seat but instead of just putting a weight limit on these things they're saying here's you know it's only so small you're on these tracks and if you look at the ride it is interesting like it is it looks like a little bit of a tighter track I'm, uh, you know, I'm a size 36, 38, but here's the deal. Like, I bet, like, when I get in there, I would be kind of, like, with my shoulders kind of pushed in. But, yeah, man, like, the amount of bitching I saw people doing, and I was, like, looking at, like, a lot of people, they're like, that's just ridiculous. Like, ah, man, how do I say this without sounding bad? Right. You just, just just say it. You're not. You're to lose some weight. Like being a size forty is not nothing to be celebrated. You, you, they're they're I'm, big and tall. I'm a size forty. I am not happy about it. Yeah. I, like when I lost all my weight, I got down to a thirty eight and like thirty eight, thirty six teetering, and like I'm back up to a forty, and I fucking hate myself for it. So like fucking, it's not a thing to be proud of. Like you know what? Here, fucking lie in the sand. Fat acceptance is fucking stupid. Like don't be yes. mean to people, but don't go around thinking you're being healthy or you can be healthy being overweight. If you need a reason to fucking go to lose some goddamn weight and you love fucking Mario, lose some goddamn weight and fucking go to get on the Mario Kart. Yeah. Like, it's not a good lifestyle. Like, don't don't expect it to be everyone should just be nicer, which, yes, they should, but you know what? F- fix yourself. I should fix myself. And I also don't like the way that a lot of people are framed this, that Nintendo is not allowing people with 40 inches. It's like, no, no, no. The seat's already designed. If you want to try to sardine your ass in there, you're just going to be on unco- like yeah, un- like you obviously have to have the safety bars. Yeah, if the locking the- mechanism doesn't get in there, then guess what? They're not going to let you on because it's not safe. And that's the thing is like, dude, like, can we also accept the fact nerds like you and I love it? At the end of the day, this is meant for fucking kids. Can we remember this is meant for kids? Yes, we were kids who grew up and love it, and obviously. Probably gaming takes just as much for 18 to 40 year olds as it does the kids. At the end of the day, it's a kid's amusement park. You, yes, you you want to go down there, eating your chili dogs and get on there. You might not fit, so don't do it. But at least the only thing I would say is without diving into the park and all this, I hope on the park's like website and shit, if you're booking your trip and you're planning on going it, that they have it very clear. Yeah. Like, hey, just a heads up, if you are coming down here, if you're looking for this ride, yeah, just like they have on, like, elevators and everything. Like, put a weight requirement, put a waistline requirement, like, whatever it is, so you don't get there. Because if if it's not apparent and you got there, that would kind of suck. I I will admit that. Like, if you just showed up unaware and they didn't give notice, that would would suck. Right. Here's one for you. And for everyone (coughs) listening out there, like... I'm, be- I'm being mean to the fats because I am one and because I care. There is no worse 
feeling in the world <laughs> than the bar not going over and you getting up and doing the walk of shame. Oh. There's no worse feeling in the world. Jim, that's happened? That's ha- that's happened to me once. I forget what ride it was. But I was going to say, because you are an, like, I feel like you, you've gone to a lot of theme parks. So no, I have. How but, did that happen? I have, but when I was at my fattest, when I was in, like, the 280s, like, there was a ride that I tried to get on, and <laughs> nopsy-wopsy, and had to do the walk of shame. It's crushing. Oh, that's don't heartbreaking. Don't let it happen to yourself. Fucking, if you want to go to Super Mario World, don't complain about it fucking not fitting you. Just lose the goddamn weight so you can do it. Just now, better yourself. Now, let me ask you this. Okay. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> well, here's the deal. So, I think to avoid... Because that... Okay. That is heartbreaking to hear. But, like, so do you think when you're booking your tickets or if you're looking for a ride, should it just be made very apparent? Like, just like they... A lot of, like, roller coasters, especially hangy ones, say, like... You can't be so tall because you might get goddamn decapitate. Like, yeah. or like your limbs might hit. Like, I do think there should be things on rides, like just a basic, like, can't be over 400 pounds. You can't have a waist. Of the, like, there should be things that it just says so you don't ever end up in that situation. Because, yeah, that's a shitty thing to have to do. It's it's bad enough when you have to sit in a special fat boy seat and you have to get up and specifically go to the fat boy seats that they make specially. It's nice you still get the ride, but you're going. I'm making the walk of shame to the fat boy seat. Still better than doing the walk of shame that you can't take the fucking ride. So, people, well, please, <laughs> if you plan on ever going to this fucking place, lo- lose 20 pounds. God lose 20 it, pounds. Do yourself a favor. The special fat boy seat. I've never heard that. God oh, no, you've never you've never been on, or you've probably never had to even realize it. But, yeah, uh, some rides will have special, like, oversized seats for larger people. I mean, you go to you go to places like that way more than me. So, yeah, I used to. I mean, as a kid, yeah, I went everywhere: Six Flags, Dorney Park, all those type of places. But uh, that's real damage, Jim. I don't mean to laugh, but that no, <laughs> no, it is a thing to it is a thing to not be happy about. It is a thing to hate myself for for having that happen. You don't have to hate yourself. I'm just saying, it's one of those where. What I don't want to see is now they're going to try to impart, like, you need to make this accessible for everyone. It's like, do you? And I mean, like, if it's a Mario thing, like, I don't know who designed this entire place. I mean, pardon me, things of Nintendo's having some oversight. Japanese people are smaller than Americans, just in general. So it's not exactly a shock that, you know, there's a size limit on these things. Yeah, but, man. you know, it's a narrow track, like the article says. One thing I do love in the article is they quote fucking Rocco Bot because he put Food Influencer as a goof in his Twitter bio. And they credit him as if he's from Mega64. Like, he's a guy who does prank videos. He's a goof guy. I don't know who he is. Remember when we talked about, like, when everyone got mad about, like, uh, the, like uh, the, the YouTube channel that, like, bought a PS5 when they were impossible when it first came out and they put, like, mayonnaise inside it? And like Twitter, uh, like blew up, mad. He's from that group. Yeah. Mm. I don't like him. <laughs> Sounds like he should work for the company we're about to talk about. Oh yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we had damn. we had to talk about it eventually um, because everyone in the goddamn world is basically talking about them right now. It's so annoying. And it's, fu- it's so annoying. It is annoying. But it's also kind of funny that it's taken this long because they have been around forever. And we're talking about DK oldies. 
And yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are rolling their eyes already because they already know what's coming. But for those of you out there who don't know, DK Oldies is a huge online retro game shop. They're actually out of like Middle Middle Eastern, <coughs> Middle Eastern, Jesus. Middle Eastern. <laughs> yeah, Middle Eastern Pennsylvania. Middle into the East. But damn it. Yeah. So, you know, they're out of Middle Eastern Pennsylvania. And uh, they're, um, yeah, they're a wholesaler basically of like just fucking retro video games. Or, and they sell new shit too. But like if you go to their website, their bread and butter is selling bundles. And their bread and butter with these bundles is upcharging the ever-living shit out of them. They have always been super expensive. And, like, their most popular things are, like, Wii bundles with, like, two games and, like, a couple Wii modes in a system for two, three hundred dollars. Like, insanity. And yeah. we've put uh, links below to a couple videos from Realtek USA. And so he bought two systems where he bought an NES that was supposed to be refurbed that... Uh, it was kind of correctly referred, but it came with a non-OEM power cord, which is bad, because if you don't have the right voltage going through, that can really destroy and mess up not only the console, but the video quality that you're going to be getting. Uh, it also had different... Uh, <laughs> my favorite part of it was it, it had different screws, and they didn't use all the screws, because they used longer screws, like more standard, like uh, like basically Phobes heads. Instead of like the yeah. proprietary like uh, heads that Nintendo would have at the time, and I guess it's so they could like easily use like a drill gun and like get them out quicker, and fix them up it. faster. Yeah. But if you you if you put in more screws, it was actually too tight. You couldn't even push down the games and the latching mechanism, shit like that. And like it was a little cracked and a little bit discolored. Like if you're spending three hundred bucks on an NES, you expect it to be like minty fresh, and this is not it. And then he also went and bought a PS2 that like basically did not work, so. Oh, oh, Richie boy, I've had my problems with him in the past, but he, he, he got done dirty. Now, of course, he's a professional YouTuber, so these are just write-offs for him anyway, so whatever. But, you know, it's it's showing how bad the company is. And then RGT85 actually had an interesting one where he was like, yeah, I've never bought from them, but they're decent to sell in bulk to because they'll give you good prices. So if you, you know, if, if you know you're not going to get eBay prices by individually doing stuff, but you want a decent price for a bundle... Might not be a way to bad way to go, and then yeah, and then Voltar had a tweet basically how, so how DK Oldies really became big in the past couple of years. I should preface this too, in like the last year or two, they really blew up. It's because of TikTok. So they went from like you know they've been around forever, but their TikTok is huge, and their YouTube mm. because of this has grown to like eight hundred thousand subscribers or something like that. Like they like their socials have absolutely exploded. And uh, mm. funny enough, like, I kind of know a guy through, like, a podcast Facebook group who works there. And he told, like, he was talking about how, like, Little Yachty spent, like, five grand on, like, a PS2 bundle or something like that. So, like, they get big names. You just go to them because that's, like, the name that's out there now, thanks to social media. Yeah. So, yeah, but apparently from Voltar's tweet, they one of their TikToks or tweets or videos was them, like, destroying what they were calling counterfeit GBAs which actually turned out to just be extremely rare and expensive GBASPs that they were fucking, like, being all proud that they were destroying and helping the game market and crap. So it's a thing where it's like WADA when they get duped with repros, where it's like they don't really know what they're doing or they're not putting the time in there or the quality control either. So, so okay. here Here's my thing. What I look at this at is playing devil's advocate. I've seen the videos. Not only did I see those two... And number one, oh man, 
and this is going to sound weird. I don't expect you to get a system and be like, it's perfect. Like, like, like all the things that happen to Rich, like, yeah, that shouldn't be. But the annoying, like, I'm going to clean the system now and see. And it's like, he's making it out like they were like, oh, my God, filthy, dirty. And the number of YouTubers that do that's like, calm your tits. This is a family run. Yes, they're they're big. But at the end of the day, it's a staff of like eight people, it looks like. And their warehouse, if you want to call it that, or storage, they got a lot of shit. And here's the deal. I think they're just too big for how much bulk they do. And they probably are just trying to do whatever they can to keep up with the demand to keep growing. And yeah, they cut corners. They 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 don't do it right. I'm not and I'm I'm not saying any of this is okay. But what I am saying is is like how many people probably went out of their way to buy something now just to try to shit on this company? Oh, YouTubers. If you see a YouTuber video, it's 100% just for the content. That's what I mean. So that's where I'm like, you know, a normal re- transaction would have been Rich got that, send it back, say, hey, here's my issues. And maybe they would be cool with just doing it. I'm not, once again, I'm not saying it's okay that they send anything out that's fucked up. And yeah, you should warn people. But like you said, number one, they're expensive as shit. Like, and the number, how many videos do I have to see from YouTubers price comparing them to everyone else? And yeah. the same shocked face. They won what for a Wii U and an N64? Did it? Like, come and, on, and man. they're preaching to the choir because anyone who like knows about DK old, here's the thing. Anyone who they're making videos for, it's just for people who already probably everyone already one knows. Point, they probably went to DK Oldies at one point and went, oh, no, I'm not paying that. Like, even before, like, they got big. Like, we're talking years ago. They've always been upchargers. So, like, DK Oldies is a spot that's, like, you know, popular now. So now they're going to probably make it bank, like you said. That's what I for mean. For people just rediscovering their childhood and thinking, oh, shit, they have an NES. And I can get a couple games with it. And, like, 300 bucks, I guess that sounds right because they don't know any better. And here's the deal. You know what? I hate to say it, but that's what this is for. This is for not for the hardcore retro person. This is for the more casual who, uh, okay, I can just get a bundle, like uh, 300 Sure. Get a piece of my childhood. And, yeah, they're not going to know no better whether they have the right plugs and this and that. But, once again, the only reason I would really shit on them is if you get a situation like that, you try to send it back and you can't or they're not willing to refund you or replace it then i have a really big problem with that not not excusing that they ever send anything out in a bad condition or like with the issues like i said um but that being said enough with the like i'm going to purposely buy from a company looking for the negative and then put it on blast just to do it like because now now it's like those corny ass people that's like i went to the worst restaurant ever and guess what it was bad it's like yeah yeah, of fucking course it was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of disingenuous shit. So. That's that's my problem. The disingenuousness of it all. Um, I will say, like I said, I saw the prices. I was like, God damn, they're expensive. But I will also say, I was kind of looking at them like, oh, they got some games on here I might actually want. And then it just... Oh, dude, their inventory is insane. Like, that's what's a, impressive They have a ton. They have a ton of super rare shit, too. Like, they have a lot of cool crap. And I'm kind of like, okay, <coughs> excuse me, like at a minimum, 
what it did is it opened up my eyes to like oh what games do they have and then i did my own research and like you know like i actually ended up buying deadpool for the three or xbox one because i they happened to have it on here i didn't get it off them I, I went on ebay but like it was a nice thing to just be like okay let's price compare and in some instances their price was pretty much on par with ebay or price charting or whatever um in some cases they actually must have overstock on them because they were a little bit lower but it's one of those deals where it's like if anyone out there is listening do your research from wherever you buy from but like now that this is blowing up as being a company that might sell you shit don't just go out of your way to like especially say you got a console and everything works fine but don't like do the corny ass alcohol wipe and be like see look there's smudges it's like do that to your forehead first i bet it's much worse like enough with this shit that's all i'm gonna say tell me i'm wrong jim no nah, i mean i'm i i see like a D, another dk oldies video i'm just like oh, i don't care i don't care. like yeah. i mean even in general i was just like when it when this all started blowing up in the last couple of weeks i was like ah oh, everyone's you know they're oh hey welcome to the party but uh i, was I didn't realize that they were buy something <laughs> no now they, they they are way too expensive even for a bit like that yeah I don't know. It's one of those, you know what though? Like these people making the videos, but like you said, they are blow blowing up on TikTok, on YouTube. They ain't going nowhere. Right. As I've learned from Forspoken, me trying to hop on a trend does not work out. So that would not be worth my time or my money. <laughs> uh Jim. But yeah, no, like I said, it's one of those uh I am glad that people made it just so people are aware of what to look out for. Um hopefully they get their shit together what i what i was more curious about is i tried looking everywhere they don't seem to be responding to it in any matter maybe they're emailing or dming on private and, and can i also say that's another thing if hey, DK, limited run still doesn't even allow responses they at least allow comments on their tweets and shit that's just a straight up shitty company altogether we know that but dk oldies here's my thing i hope they have reached out to rich and uh you know like any of these youtubers and i hope they they are able to settle and be like hey if you did have an issue oh, i'm sorry let me resend it to you but like i hope now there's not going to be a rich like third video like here's what they sent me and like I they tried they rich tried is, to rich is fucking shameless so i'm not be shocked yeah it's like they tried to make it right they sent me something else out and guess what it had a chip in it. It's like, come on, man. Like, I don't know. I, there's a lot of ways you could look at it. Like, you're being scammed. Scammed is the wrong word. I think, if anything, it's like you're just overpaying for something. Yeah. That's it. Basically. Yeah. You're overpaying for convenience. Like, you do a lot of times, but to the nth degree when it comes to this. Exactly. If you're a Nintendo fan, you've been overpaying for shit for far too long. You're going to yeah. keep doing it. Tell me I'm wrong. Hey, Brian, another favor and point of the Wii U. Where would the Switch be without the Wii U library and all the ports? Because no one bought them the first time. Yeah, exactly. So it's only good on the Switch. No. Because if you use that same argument. It was good that, beforehand. It was brought but, to the Switch and kept the Switch alive. Well, that, but that's my point. So when you use the argument, all the games on the GameCube are now, were on the Wii U, you can't do that. Because then it's like, well, the Wii U is actually just useless. It's all the games are on the Switch. You know what? Exactly. Yoshi's Woolly World, <laughs> worth worth the price alone. That must buy game. 
Worth it alone. such a stupid game. God damn it, Jim. <clears throat> Don't you dare. Gorgeous. Don't. Delightful. Don't Perfect you controlling, dare. Amazing music. Keep you it don't up. have it. You're Keep it, it up. That 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 GameCube I see is getting a lot of use behind just sitting on top of a goddamn trading card game. Oh, this one's broken. I have my real one over in the setup over here. Exactly. How many Wii U's you got? I got one. And you got two GameCubes. Two to one. It wins. Yeah, because you don't see Wii U's because people hold on to their Wii U's, Brian. That's why. It wins. Nope. Jim, think about it. I did. And I came to the conclusion. Think about it. It's two better than one. You tell me. I mean, in some cases. Probably would you rather have two dicks slapping you in the face or just one? In that case, one's better. I mean, as our friend Matt said, two would be a challenge then. <laughs> God, yeah, he would. <laughs> Matt also said that, that getting your dick sucked is gay because you're the one with the penis in his mouth. And if you're sucking the dick, then you have the power, so it's not gay. So we know what that kind of mindset is. We do. And you share that mindset, which is why I you do always not, sir. which is, which is why not. you were always partnered with him, Jim. Hell goddamn no. Great That's because you're a son of a bitch. <laughs> Great minds think likes. <laughs> no, but uh you know, let us know what you guys think. And more importantly, if you ever did buy something from DK Oldies, let us know what was the quality like. We already know you you most likely, unfortunately, overpaid. But let us know if you have any personal experience. I didn't realize they were out of PA. Um, that would be an interesting thing one day when we do our little brewery tours. We we stop there in person. So I'd like to see that shop in person. I actually talked to that guy at one time. I was like, hey, can I go there and check it out? He's like, they don't really let people in. It's just a warehouse. I was like, eh. oh, like I thought okay. it was going to be like a store, but it's just oh, a warehouse. Never mind then. So, yeah, let us know what you guys think. So, Chambers, now that, uh, you know, what did you go through? Two of those? Um, um, and the middle end of my fourth. Oh shit! So uh, is that like the end of your pack now? I think I have like two or three left, but no, it's it's tasty. It's a nice, tasty, enjoyable ale. So I definitely recommend it. Would you repeat purchase for you? You know what? I would probably wait to the summer. It's definitely more of a summer ale. It's weird mm-hmm. that it's like you know available now, but it's yeah, still tasty. But no, this would be great during the summer. Nice. All right. Well, with that, everyone, we want to say thank you so much for listening, for watching. If you haven't already, please make sure you hit subscribe. Hit the notification bell if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere else, please make sure give us a five-star rating. Subscribe to us. And if you leave us a comment, we will read it on each and every one of these Power Hour podcasts. With that, we want to say have a good night and cheers. Cheers. Damn it. Fuck. Fuck! <laughs>